It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, the PlayStation 5 is not going down as well as you might expect across the world. Although the vast majority of the world taking to the system quite well, the thing is tahanking over in Japan. Um, so this comes from a gamersindustry.biz write-up, uh, including Ace Economic Research Institute analyst Hideki Yasuda. Wow. Um, <laughs> quite, quite you know, proud that I got that off in one go. Um, who said <laughs> that the system has only sold 240,000 uh, units in its first six weeks. Now that sounds like quite a lot, um, but he does say that total sales of 240,000 are by far the lowest in the history of PlayStation home consoles. If this were to continue, lifetime sales of the PS5 would perhaps end up at less than half of the PS4. Um, He goes on to say, or at least kind of opens it out, uh, by saying that Sony aren't taking Japan seriously and that PlayStation's reputation overall is in decisive decline. Um, Mm. He then busts out a graph. He's got a little handy graph, um, and it showcases, um, if you compare the sales sales to different consoles, um, the PS5 is selling less than the PS Vita, less than the PSP, it's even less than the GameCube, um, and it's barely managed to beat the historical bad PS3. Um, what's your thoughts? I've got a little bit more on uh, why this might be, but what's your initial thoughts? Well, it's, it's, it's you know, fascinating that it seems to be, like, exclusive to Japan, you know what I mean? Like, the, mm. the, the, the desire for a PlayStation 5, in the West at least, seems to be much higher, and it's, it's kind of interesting that it has tanked so much in such a small period of time, and I do think mm. it has a lot to do with how Sony, I mean, PlayStation as a whole, has kind of, like, restructured over the past few years to be more focused on America and on the UK and on Europe and this kind of like left Japan behind a little bit in yeah. a lot of kind of small ways that have built up to the point where we've got to this um, kind of uh, peak where Japanese gamers are kind of being like, well, I don't really have the appetite for PlayStation. I don't really have the appetite for this machine like I used to. And they seem mm-hmm. to be um, kind of embracing the Nintendo Switch instead. It's uh, that's the stuff I was going to throw in because my my mind immediately went to, and it's not like the entire nation's choice is going to be based on this. But I remember <laughs> reading that um, Sony have changed their universal inputs on um, you know, across all games, and um, where in the vast majority of titles, well, in all titles that were released in Japan until the PlayStation Five, your um, accept button, your enter button was circle. I don't know if you remember the original Metal Gear Solid had the enter yep. button as circle, even in the Western version, um, but that was always the case over in Japan. And uh, they, um, you know, ever since um, Sony moved their PlayStation 
PlayStation headquarters to California. Um, there's a few different things that came about that came about that sort of feel like a Western influence. One of them mm-hmm. being that the OK button has changed to X, which I know is tiny, but I remember reading that and just going like, that's really going to suck for lifelong PlayStation fans who have yeah. just gone like, what the hell are you guys doing? This is such a Westernized thing. Um, the HQ going to California is a big deal as well. Um, and I did sort of do a little bit of Googling and um, Screen Rant mentioned that, you know, various sort of Japanese games, they've covered the fact that various Japanese games um, are now being censored in ways that they weren't beforehand um, because of Sony America. Um, and so there's there's all this sort of stuff where it kind of feels like Sony are p- p- perhaps becoming more of an American company. Yeah, I mean, like like you said, the uh, the change in buttons, for instance, it seems mm. quite small, but when you take it in as a as a whole, in you know, look, look at everything else they've done, like you said, like the move from um, with the headquarters, the decision to be more aggressive in terms of censorship, the lack of kind of you know support for specifically Japanese RPGs or whatever at the launch of the PlayStation Five, all of this stuff, just to me, kind of points towards a company that's certainly trying to unify its brand or whatever and become Mm. more global but in doing so it's kind of like flattening out those cool little regional um cultural differences in terms of the playstation departments and stuff like that and you're Mm. kind of flattening the whole thing and in terms of the japanese market it's kind of like well they don't seem as committed to garnering their favor as they used to and if you were a japanese gamer you might be like well you're making all of these changes and it's kind of like you don't have us in mind first and foremost, you know what I mean? We're not kind of yeah. like the center of your attention. And that must kind of, it must suck to sort of, you know, <laughs> feel like that, especially if you've enjoyed PlayStation's, you know, the, the consoles your entire life. Mm-hmm. It just, I, I, it's strange as well because having had like the holiday break, like I was lucky enough to be able to be off for a couple of weeks. I know you were off for a couple of weeks as well. And it's that whole, that whole feeling of, you know, playing lots of older games, playing lots of up res stuff and playing things that are sort of auto enhanced by either the PS5 or the Series X or the Series S. And then mm-hmm. playing stuff that's actually built for the next gen system. And every time you go to something that has been built with the next gen system in mind, um, or at least has like a sizable, you know, up res or whatever, um, it's, it, the comparisons are super obvious and it kind of feels like, you know, where the hell are the majority of the next gen tiles? Where's the majority of the reasons to invest in the systems? Um, and I think that if you really get brass tacks about it, you know, there's literally just Demon Souls, Godfall, Bug Snacks, I guess. Like, it's very few titles out there. This is more of a worldwide thing, which kind of clashes yeah. with the fact that the systems are selling very well in other territories. Um, but what's your general thoughts on, you know, say if you're, you know, if you were a Japanese gamer and, you know, maybe the general attitude of the company is starting to put you off, like, maybe the games just aren't really bringing you back. I guess Demon Souls is in there too. But mm-hmm. it seems a bit lacking. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I was reading one of the reports before we started doing this. I think it was from Video Game Chronicle or someone like that, where they mm. were saying that even some of the promotional material for the PlayStation 5 that went to Japan, obviously, like wasn't dubbed properly and had issues like that. Yeah. It's kind of like stuff like that. Like it adds up, man. It really does. But when it comes to like the actual core games that, you know, encourage people to pick up this console, you, you are right, as much as I hate to admit it, because I really am enjoying the PlayStation 5 and I'm really enjoying the games <laughs> on there, but there aren't, like, any, to me, real must-buys at the moment. Like, if you enjoy Demon's Soul, like, that's awesome to have. I really loved it. But is it worth kind of, like, fighting through the queues, you know what I mean, to secure a console <laughs> and then mm-hmm. buy the games on top of it at, at an increased price in and of themselves? It's been a strange... Strange launch for both of the uh, both of the big console makers. And I think at this moment in time, it almost feels like a kind of like staggered thing. Like we've had the first wave, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel like the next gen has really 
kicked off yet and I say that really enjoying the machine really enjoying the cross-gen games I've been playing you know I've been putting time into Assassin's Creed Valhalla and I do think that feels next-gen you know playing that in yeah. 60 frames per second appreciating the visual fidelity on display like it does feel next-gen and when I'm playing it I feel like I'm getting something out of the PlayStation 5 that I fundamentally couldn't out the PlayStation 4 but if someone you know we talk about this all the time if my mate John came up to me and was like Josh why should I buy a PlayStation 5 which game should I get which games do I need I'd kind of maybe be like, well, it might not be worth it at the moment for you, man. Like, I don't know if you want to come in just for Demon's Souls or just for Spider-Man Miles Morales <laughs> when going forward, there's going to be so much cross-pollination and stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, that was it. That was entirely my thing. Like the whole, um, you know, the average person on the street, should they invest in this hardware? If, if you know, if you're looking for the, at that stage, if you're looking for anything to sway you one way or the other and you're based in Japan and you're, you know, you like the fact that for the, for the longest time, Sony PlayStation was this bastion of Japanese gaming and they had the big resurgence in 2017 with the likes of Persona 5. And I, I forget the other titles that came out at the time, but there was a handful of different things that were sort of like, look, like Sony Japan is coming back, like the Japanese studios are coming back. And it's just, if you invest in that stuff and then you see the company go across to America and start doing the sort of different ideals that come across from there, then maybe it just doesn't feel like that loyalty is rewarded as much right on the cusp of when the new generation is launching. So if you're looking for any reason to tip you one way or the other as to whether you should put down the amount of money that it is to get on the thing, then I could see this being a, you know, a, big, a bigger issue kind of thing. But I don't know, like, I mean, he, um, you know, um, dude's name whose name I have forgot, Hideki Yasuda, <laughs> says that um, he doesn't see it recovering in the future, which is like yeah. just fascinating the idea that PlayStation could lose Japan like that was always the thing that Microsoft and Xbox couldn't get but yeah. I mean like, they're lapping up Nintendo switches so it seems like Nintendo are going to continue being dominating but I don't know I mean, I remember when they, you know, announced this kind of unification thing that they kept calling it. They were mm. trying to get all the, the different departments to work together to make for smoother console launches. I can't remember if it was Jim Ryan or Andrew House or someone, some, someone from Sony, a Sony executive was essentially saying, look, if we merge all of these kind of departments and we don't have them kind of like working autonomously anymore for their specific regions, we'll have much smoother rollouts of games. We'll have much smoother mm. rollouts of consoles and stuff like that. And that might be true, but I think in the process, you do lose some of the regional flair like even in the UK like the UK has a great history of kind of like Sony um, advertisements Sony marketing and stuff like that and even mm -hmm. then I feel like that over the past few years has kind of waned a little bit where we just get like the same adverts more or less as the Americans get yeah. or whatever and losing that kind of like personal regional touch I do think kind of, you know, it's not like the end of the world. At the end of the day, it's the consoles and the games. But if you're trying to get in a wide market, like that obviously is important because otherwise they wouldn't pour millions of, if not billions of dollars into market research, into their advertisements, into mm -hmm. advertising in general. Um, and I do think it has this kind of knock-on effect that's obviously now culminated in the Japanese market just kind of declining to the point where if you asked us five, six, seven years ago or something, we probably would have said that would never happen, you know? Yeah. Well, that was always assumed to be like their home territory. Like obviously like, mm -hmm. they go up against Nintendo a lot, but in terms of the brand identity, the optics of it, the marketing, that's a really good point. Like the, the old school PlayStation adverts that were around like, you know, during the PS1, the PS2 and a little bit with the PS3 were way more, I don't know, quirky and unique and felt like PlayStation had this sort of identity to them that's kind of has been smoothed over and has been more westernized. And I don't know, like, if, you know, if you if you really appreciated that stuff and you looked forward to it and that was a reason that you went with PlayStation, then I could, yeah, I could see that being why you would go with something else or just not bother mm -hmm 
bother at all right now until things get a bit smoother and maybe the system gets a bit cheaper in the future. Um, but yes, let us know what you think down in the comments below of the state of the PlayStation 5. Like The rest of the world seems to be taking to it pretty well, um, but the fact that it's tanking so much in Japan is one hell of a thing to talk about. Um, for now, I've been Scott from Occulture.com. I've been Josh from Occulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.